going on, Cobbers? It's your Aussie Mod Boy, Hazzy here. We're back for day 18, finally, after such a long hiatus, which uh, I'm pretty sorry for. But look, we're here. We're going to do it. And uh, look, it's just a couple of days before I fly out to America for the show. So I thought uh, I might as well record one and um, get it up there so we can all have something to talk about when we get there. So here for day 18 of Dear Crew, I present Ultra Citron. Ultra Citron, welcome to day number 18 of Dear Crew. Thank you for having me. It's been a long time. Known you, what, five years now? I think it has, it has been now. Been, yeah, it, well, I think I'm just about to scrape wow. my five-year sub, so yeah, you've known me for that yeah, long. Yeah, I think, I think August was my five-year, and this is our first actual proper chat, which is actually mental to think about. Holy yeah. cow. First time we've actually been able to just sit down and chat, which is, yeah, mind-blowing, dude, mind-blowing. Uh, all right. Uh, pretty sure everybody knows uh, your first name because you've been around the crew for around. But could you give us your first name for those listening at home? My name is Ricky. Ricky. Yeah, I think everybody knew that, mate. So it doesn't really matter. Um, what do you? What's uh? What's happening with Ricky at the moment? Working, studying. What's the? What's the uh, go? Taking care of myself. Uh, I actually just put in my two weeks at my last job. Uh, to try to get myself uh, a new opportunity to kind of uh, do what I want to do with my life and uh, take care of my body. Yeah, I mean, fair. I'm still relatively young, and I don't want to be doing manual labor my entire life because, I mean, I watched my dad do it in construction, and um, he was already suffering with arthritis at, like, nearly 40, and he's in his mid-40s now and is just absolutely shattered. And just I told myself, I'm like, yeah, no, never. <laughs> I don't want to end up like that. So Yeah, that's fair. That's uh, fair. Uh, what, what's, on the, what's on the horizon? What, what's on the horizon? What do you reckon you want to do? Oh, uh, that's my problem. I have really bad case of FOMO. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that I want to do. That's that's like my biggest problem. I can never hone on the one thing because I feel like if I do, then I miss out on something. Um, I, I, I either want to do something with graphic design or something in audio production. Yeah. Uh, but college here is absolutely horrendous mm. in terms of pricing. Uh, so it gets a little difficult uh, to pay for college outright without having to take loans, and I refuse to do that because I don't want to have to pay it for like 20 years after. So Yeah, that's fair. That's um, fair. Just kind of taking my time with it, see what, the, see what the future holds. See what comes up. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I get that. I get that. And look, props to you. The, the, the career change or a, or a difference in what you're um, or moving careers as such is, you know, fully, pretty full on bit of work. Like... I was uh, talking to to the girlfriend, and she said that on average, the uh, a, an adult will change their career directory seven times in their lifetime. Oh, all right. Yeah, and I've only done it uh, once, so I'm due for a change at some point. I think it'll happen for a while, but due for a change. You are what the kids say, built different. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> sure. That's there. Let's do it. That. Uh, I think I'm I'm in my sixteenth year of IT now, so. Wow, that's yeah. awesome! Wow, yeah, that's awesome stuff, dude. It's uh, it's it's been a... a good field though. Ton of job security there, so I definitely yeah. understand getting in there and staying there. Yeah, well, you know, much as as much as the meme, you you know, you all got mobile phones, so like, it's just the way things are going to go. It's all about tech and you know, different types of tech. So it'll keep me off the streets exactly. for a bit longer. There you go. That's all you can ask. What's uh what's on the spin at the moment? I th I think I saw the other day on Instagram you posting about the Fit for a King album, which I haven't oh listened to just yet. Oh, you really should. Um, it's so good. I mean, obviously we we know our our pal Vigil uh, has a feature on it. It's really amazing. But um, yeah, I've been really heavily spinning the new Fit for King record. It's just it's just really good. I mean, they've always been a very consistently solid band for a while. Um. But honestly, I just have a playlist where I just throw anything that I like on there, and it it, it goes pretty all over the place. It, mm -hmm. it it dips to like anything from like Beach Boys and like Led Zeppelin and the Beatles to like Lorna Shore and Shift <laughs> and Annihilator and like some really crazy like death metal and just like even like stuff like uh, God's Hate. So like some California hardcore, or, mm -hmm. and then it goes to like Billy Eilish and <laughs> it's all over the place. So, um, I mean, currently it's been fit for a king very heavily. Um, I spent a little Lorna Shore album when that came out. And I think that band, uh, is 
absolutely transcending this scene right now. Um, they are absolutely incredible with what they're doing right now. I mean, I know Will Ramos, I mean, is an incredible vocalist, and don't get me wrong, absolutely deserves the flowers he gets, but um, the rest of the band themselves are incredible musicians and are yeah, just fair. stellar. Have you seen the um, the YouTube video of where they stuck a camera down Will's throat? To watch what his vocal cords yes. do. Oh man. Yes, that's mental. And I'm a nerd for science like science stuff like that. Like I've always wanted to kind of know kind of what that all entails. Like as someone that does like used to do music for like a hobby, like that's always something that's just fascinating to me. Like how the human body can be used as an instrument and it's it's just it's oh it's so nerdy and i love it <laughs> how, how much i think the big part is is how much like just his vocal cords and that sort of area just twists when he when he screams and yeah and it just just it's quite nutty to watch and it was pretty pretty cool like and i I come. My stepfather's a doctor, and you know I've seen all the medical mm. stuff and textbooks and stuff like that. But watching it live like that in in that respect and seeing it twist and everything like that was out of this world, absolutely out of this world. It looks inhuman, and I mean it makes sense because he doesn't sound human at times. But I was like, say, just, yeah. it looks just something that doesn't belong. But it's like no, that's something that's in all of us like we all have you know a voice box and you know when you make different sounds it twists and it vibrates in different ways but then seeing it, it used applied in a musical set it's it almost like it takes a completely different form and it's just it's hmm. so neat to to see that and i know i've watched a couple that. of videos from that um from her she's a vocal trainer by tr trade as well mm -hmm. and i've watched a couple of videos of her and she's able to pinpoint quite a lot even in his voice and stuff that even like listening, I'm like, oh, hold on a second, I, w I wasn't listening for that, but now I can hear what you're talking about. Oh yeah, and she's really amazing with that too. I definitely recommend anybody that likes the science end of music, that kind of you know maybe likes the world of science and music, to definitely check her out. I mean, she's got mm. some really killer stuff out there. Yeah, and she she sure knows her stuff too. Like she's yes, definitely well studied on uh, how how it all fits mm. together. Uh, oh, absolutely. What's uh, what's on the game in front these days? I know you play a lot of Fortnite. Uh, 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 <laughs> well, Modern Warfare 2 just came out. Did, uh, yes. I want to say just past Friday. I mm -hmm. want to say the 28th. Yeah, it was the 28th. So it was the same day the new Fit for King record came out. That's the only reason I remember it. Um, yeah, I've been spinning that with a couple of couple of my friends. Um, I had honestly dipped away from Call of Duty for a really, really long time. Um, after a lot of stuff with uh, some really not so great stuff with Activision and mm -hmm. came out and um, I kind of stopped playing because of it and um, kind of delved into Fortnite a few months ago. I mean, obviously, anybody that knows, obviously, you know, Lacey and Jericho and, you know, about to, you know, we all get our vests on, we hop in Fortnite and we have some fun. Um I haven't played it in a little bit, but I definitely want to get them all back together, at least during the time of this recording, at least before um, Vegas, to at least rekindle that, because well, that sure. was Not always long. really fun. Not long till Vegas, so, mate. Not long till Vegas. I'm just waiting also for the uh, new God of War Ragnarok, because been... I really love Norse mythology, and God of War, the last game that came out, was just super good. I've been seeing the, so, um, uh, the ads for that, and I think... I think it says the ninth, which is in a week from today here in Australia, um, mm -hmm. is when it releases. Which is, yeah, I, I've yeah, not that long. The stuff um, that I've seen I'm, from it I'm looks hyper, good. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah, it looks real good. It uh, looks incredible. And you're you're a big NASCAR fan as well. I know that you race those uh, online. Yes, um, that's that's been a thing of mine ever since I could learn. How to walk and talk. Um, it honestly really sprung um, from my grandfather's side. My mom's, my mom's dad, my grandpa Rick. Um, he worked with cars and worked with General Motors for quite a few years. And as a little boy, like a real little boy, he would always used to show me like kind of the you know the cars he worked on. And um, it just kind of went from that as a little kid to like just naturally one day, like I think one of my parents was flipping through the TV and just. Um, I mean, it was still around when like guys like Dale Earnhardt were still around. So I was like, 
early 2000 maybe and i just remember you know like watching it i'm just like oh this is cool and just like i mean not knowing it's like super bright cars going really fast and i'm just like yep this is this is great and just as i got older the more i got into it the more i studied the history i just i became a fan i mean Mm -hmm. there's so much more to it than i think really people give it credit for um i will absolutely fight to the ends of the earth to tell each and every soul that those drivers are absolutely athletes oh they Um, have to be the have to be the the temperatures those cars get um i mean they're going around for about two and a half hours um those cars inside can get up to like on on a hot day like the summer days like even in the interior because of all the engine like with how hard the engine's going and all the fumes it gets to about 130 135 five maybe even some points 140 degrees fahrenheit in the cars so it gets it gets really hot um they're trying to deal with that while also you know trying to make trying to figure out adjustments in their head trying to figure out strategy with their team and it's just all of this while they're trying to get themselves in a position to win against you know 40 plus other drivers it's insane to watch um from a mind perspective and how much the human mind can do at once if you really think about it oh i agree have you watched or have you seen a lot of the australian supercar series and stuff that without you know we'll call i've it seen some bits and pieces of it i don't i don't because we don't get a lot of like the like i think it's called the ssca scca like the yeah, the, yeah. Or like the Le Mans series i don't get a lot of that around here but i mean formula one has taken off big time mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. states i mean obviously with all the new tracks we're getting i mean we're getting las vegas next year we're getting, we just had our first race in miami and then we have circuit of the americas in texas like yeah exactly no, uh, it, which is and actually it's a bucket list place and it's, for me but... well it's owned it's owned by americans now too right so bernie bernie's given it sold it all off and it's owned by um an american yeah. corporate now so that's why you're getting more american spots in there which is good yeah it's huge no yeah it's great for us i mean i think honestly with quarantine and 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 you know the pandemic i think when a lot of people were looking for different things to you know to try to keep their minds occupied i think formula one just kind of amongst many other things really uh just took hold of a lot of people and and especially like football like proper football in the states has really taken off too i mean we have major league soccer here but like i mean like a lot of people watching the British Premier League and, um, you know, mm. I myself did that, used to do that with my stepdad and we would watch the Premier League games every Saturday or uh, we'd even watch the Scottish Premier League, which is where he more fancied. Yeah, um, right. We uh, watching a bit really of the Scot- off. watching a bit of the Scottish Premier League the other day, actually. That was uh, that was yeah. interesting. Well, the EFL, it was, it was Scottish, Scottish teams. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was they they play a very different style of game, so it was. Yes, compared to the Brits, I I feel like the Scots are a little bit more aggro. Oh yeah, they're very much more harder, aggressive, very in your face style type football. I think the Brits are very clean, polished, and very for the love of the game. And like the Scots are kind of the same way, but they play it with a little bit more tenacity and a little bit more. Yeah, grit, definitely. Well, do yourself. Which I think makes it really interesting. Do yourself a favor, and when you get half a. I don't know, half a second to look on the... I don't think it'll be on YouTube or anything like that, but go and look. We just had just uh, probably about three weeks ago, we had um, our biggest race of the year called Bathurst, the Bathurst 1000, which is... Yep, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. So it's held in a little well, little town. It's, it's a reasonable-sized town just out about uh, three and a half hours' drive from, from my place. And, um, oh, wow. It goes for about six and a half, seven hours, um wow on just the one track and it's 161 laps it's exactly 1000 kilometers uh by the end of it and wow yeah it's it it's got the thrills and the spills and all that sort of stuff from from start to finish it's um easily one of the most demanding endurance races out there for a lot oh, of the yeah. trophy trucks There's, out there and there's a lot of um a lot of there is quite a few of the american nascar drivers that come down to do um mm-hmm. like partnerships with with some of the australian stuff like because they drive it with two drivers it's not a single driver per car mm-hmm. it's you know two drivers per car and they swap in and out they do you know like hour and a half two hour stints before they go back they they swap out which changes right. the whole dynamic as well but um yeah it's 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 nutty and this you this you but was particularly uh well special because one of the the very first um 
manufacturers. It was their last last Bathurst before they finish up. Essentially, they've they've taken all their manufacturing of the the cars offshore, and they've gone right. Well, we're not going to compete in this anymore. And you know, the the Mustangs wow. and the Nissans and um, and a few other um, manufacturers have taken up the slot. So uh, yeah, it was a big, wow. big big move that one. Wow. Yeah, I think I think there was a former NASCAR driver that did it. I think his name was Robbie Gordon. I think did the Bathurst. Or I'm thinking the Baja 1000. I don't know if he did Bathurst because yeah. he did a lot of stuff. I don't I know. I wouldn't if, be surprised. Um, I wonder. I can't remember if he did or not, but I feel like Travis Pastrana might have attempted it at least once in his life. But he's like a he does like rally and yeah, he used I, to do I, like like X Games like. Yeah, he definitely, he's definitely such, but... he's definitely been here when it's been on. I remember him seeing popping up on the on the broadcast and stuff like that. And it's like, oh yeah, that that's Travis Pastrana just there. Oh yeah, he definitely has a keen interest in a lot of that stuff. I mean, it's it's actually amazing what he's all able to balance. I mean, he still keeps Nitro Circus going. I mean, he's still a well well respected, well renowned rally driver mm. and champion in his own right and everything that he's accomplished in his career. So it wouldn't shock me if at some point he decides to attempt Bathurst at all. Yeah, that's fair. Would not be surprised. You know, may as well just give it a go. Like it's only it's only six hours of driving. It'll be it'll be fine. Oh, on all terrain, what's what's the worst that could happen? You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I've been around um, Bathurst just in a you know commercial, well, not even commercial, just you know with the car. And I think I think at the time we had a a camper van strapped to the back, and you come across the top and you hit the place what they call the S's, and you you come across the top of the S's, and one of them, uh, and you can kind of get it in some of the computer games and stuff as well, um, but nothing to real life. One of the S's where they're doing about a hundred and We'll call it 120, 130 kilometers per hour, which is 80-ish odd miles, 80, 90 miles per hour. Um, they, about that, yeah. Yeah, they come, they come up, and you literally lose the corner and the road from the bonnet. So as you're coming across, you just see the sky. And then as your bonnet dips down, even at 60 kilometers, it takes the wind out of you. As the, as the bon- oh your bonnet God. comes down, they're not, the cars aren't leaving the ground or anything, but as soon as the bonnet comes down and you see, you're into the next corner. Like, you've just got no reaction mm-hmm. time at all. And at sixty kilometers, it's, just, it's like, whoo! How do these guys do it? Like that's, that's incredible. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that's that's just the pure definition of full sud at that point. Oh yeah. I mean, anybody that sits there and does that for a living has absolutely massive melons to do to, to that for a the, living. So the, the biggest kahunas you could possibly get. Yeah, Conrad Strait. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, the, the back straight, which oh, is called absolutely. Conrad Strait, is they've got a three hundred and twenty kilometer flat stick. Um, you don't lift uh, left-hand kink, if you will. Well, right-hand kink, sorry. You start ho- hard left and you kink to the right. Um, but yeah, 320 kilometers per hour, which is umpteen miles. It's a, it's up there. Um, and yeah, you don't lift lift to get over it. And then you've got to stop for a hard 90 degree afterwards. It's pretty pretty crazy. Sounds familiar like Circuit of the Americas and Formula One. Like you come off of... I think it's the hairpin turn off turn 11 and it's just like straight and it's a slight right kink, but you hit about like 280, 300 kilometers and it's just hard break in the 12, 90 degree quarter. You're just on the brakes and you're just hoping you don't lock it up and throw yourself off tracks. Like doing that on dirt. Mm. No, that's a whole, that's a whole different ball game. I could not. Cause like, now at that point, now you've got terrain and you've got soft ground. You you take that wrong, that car sinks or that truck sinks, and that thing's going up and over. So I I can't even imagine the kind of finesse that has to take to keep a not only keep the truck on all fours, but to maintain speed and get through it cleanly. Like that's hats off. I, yeah, I could never. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yeah. Look. Uh, one one question I didn't ask you uh, in between, and, and I think a lot of us know, but uh, where do you hail from? Where you where do you live at the moment? Uh, uh I live in a nice little state called Michigan in the midwestern part of the United States, or as I like to affectionately call our state, the Mitten, because we are the only state that legitimately looks like a mitten, which Fair. is pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah. We are split into two peninsulas. Um, the upper half, we kind of take a bite out of Wisconsin. So there's like this jagged end that comes off of Wisconsin. It just kind of pokes out over the Great Lakes, and that's just our upper peninsula. So mm-hmm. if you like doing hiking and hunting uh, and some fishing, 
um, which I know. I don't oh, have anybody else here that really likes to fish. No, I definitely um, like fishing. So, um, if you ever want to get some really good trout fishing or bass fishing, uh, our Great Lakes are absolutely incredible for that. Mm-hmm. Um, up north, um, if you do, if you fancy a little hunting, there's a lot of good deer hunting. Like deer hunting here is huge. Yeah. Okay. Um, deer season goes insane here. Actually, I want to say. If it hasn't started already, it should be starting very soon. Mm-hmm. If it's not already, and I think turkey season's not far behind, but yeah, hunting's a big deal here in northern Michigan. Yeah, right. Um, but I live, I live about half hour from Detroit. Okay. So I'll get to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's you know a reasonable, cl- reasonably close to the city being there, not out in the uh, out, oh, out in the yeah. sticks. Yeah, I mean it's it's a nice little spot where I'm at. Um, so. I, I like it. I'm I'm one way from the biggest city in the state of Michigan, and then I'm half an hour a different direction from the biggest college town in the state. So, Fair. um, it's fun. It's a nice little spot that I have myself nestled in, and it's it's pretty nice. It doesn't sound like you need to go too far, mate, and then you'll be able to do all of the things. Yeah, I'll, most of the concerts either come in Detroit or I have to drive two and a half hours west to Grand Rapids, which is about as far west, almost as far west as you can go. Yeah, it's okay. almost sort of southwest. But it's still a bit of a hike. Is yeah, the uh, more is, times than not, I can get a concert is, over here. Is the bad bad omens tour going through there? It would be surely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say later this month, but that that show sold out so fast mm. and it's completely understandable. I mean, their last album, "Death of Peace of Mind," is so good. Absolute album of the year candidate in my books. So, I um I went um, looking just before because obviously I fly into mm-hmm. to LA on the thirteenth. I was like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. there's maybe there's a show that's close by, and this website tells me that the House of Blues has that that very tour on the thirteenth, and I'm like, oh, um, I could stay awake to you know not get through jet jet lag and go and see that, but um, sure enough, uh, the website did me a dirty, and it's not exactly there. It's like in uh, in the in the no, uh, north. I'm like, well, okay, well, oh well. So, uh, it, it's gonna be fun either way. Get baited. Yeah, I got I got baited proper on that one. I was like, ah, oh, that would have been a good one to see because I, I I've been quite enjoying Dayseeker's new stuff. Not so much the latest song, but um, I need to listen to newer Dayseeker. I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. Same with like uh like Turnstile. I don't listen to a lot of Turnstile though, but yeah, I've heard a lot the, of good stuff uh, about their latest uh, stuff. It's it's kind of a, it depends who you ask, but like. I've been more like I Prevail's new album that came out in August is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Motionless and White's album, Scoring the End of the World, one of my top fives of the year. Spite's Fair. newest album, absolutely incredible. Easily one of my top three of the year. Um, I mean, I've I've been a fan of Spite for quite a few years, and same with Motionless and White, and Mason can fight me all he wants about it, but I think I maybe squeak him out as a bigger fan by like 0.1%. <laughs> Pretty sure Spite are actually in uh, Australia very, very shortly from memory. I think I saw um, that. I know. I, yeah, they're doing, because yeah, they're doing uh, Empiricon in Europe, I think with like After the Burial and Currents, and then they do a tour with Viard is murder, and I think Whitechapel, yeah. and like yes, somebody else. That's right. I'm like that, I'm like that tour was stacked. I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah that that that. Well, Thy- can I get this, please? Yeah. <laughs> that Thy- is Mur- murder one is the the one that I saw pop up, and they're like, oh, where else can we take this show? And I'm like, hmm, well, you don't have a Canberra date, and you know, I'd, I'd go to a Canberra date if you had it. I think that's through December, late December or January or something from memory, which would be good. I'm really toying. Well, I think I've I've made my decision, but I you know I, I fly back from America on the 25th and I land on the 27th back here in Australia. So I skip a whole day, which is great. You know, fantastic. Oh, wow, um, crossing datelines and such. Yeah, yeah. Been there and done that. And then um, <laughs> and then fucking on the 28th. So the day mm. after I get back, Evergreen Terrace comes through town. Ooh. I'm like, oh, should I stay in, in Shitney with, with Hazzy Mum and mm. you know, go to that show? Cause That's I've got, a tough call. I've got the time off. That's a toughie. Because I was like, oh, I'm all prepared Ooh. for the jet lag on the way back. And look, I, the last time I saw Evergreen Terrace was Soundwave in 2010, I think. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, Soundwave. Like long, 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 long time ago. But uh, wow. 
and I saw 36 Crazy Fists at that and a whole bunch of other bands. But um, uh, I think every time I die, no, as I lay dying, I think before all things happened, um, uh, oh, I think they had, him. I think I think they headlined that one from memory. Oh wow, what a lineup that would have been too. I I remember hearing about Soundwave. Did that? Did they just like stop doing Soundwave and they just do something different now? Because I know they just announced, I believe it was not Fest down in Australia. They just recently yeah. announced the lineup, and that and lineup looks absolutely killer. That is, I'm so jealous. Very nutty, and yeah, there's been quite a few discussions in this household Ooh. about getting all that spe- <laughs> specifically because <laughs> you know Polaris is playing, Knock Loose is playing, um, oh, uh, Alpha Trivium. Wolf, Trivium. Uh, Trivium. Look, I'll watch oh. Parkway, but that's only because of for nostalgia reasons that I've seen them so many times. Uh. But um, yeah, you know, that started on Parkway. Yeah, but either way, I'm just like, yeah, this is that's a pretty good lineup for. They're not cheap. The tickets oh, aren't all that is. cheap, unfortunately. But um, that doesn't surprise me. What, we'll be, what a lineup! Yeah, we'll be probably try to to fit that one in. But yeah, you know, all decisions at the moment in regards to um, uh, like new, new shows or anything like that are all post um my return from America. Um. Post Vegas. Post Vegas, and we'll see how much money I've got left. Uh, <laughs> Don't gamble it all the way over no, there. No, we no, can't no. Be having gambling issues. <laughs> I know. I was. I was just. I was just talking to uh, about to or Mark about um about gambling and stuff like that, and but and and Lacey as well. I was like, yeah, look, I I dabble from time to time, but at, with the conversion rate the way that it is between the Australian and the American dollar. It's oh, not. Yeah, it's not, not a, worth. No, no, not worth. Not worth. Like I'm talking. Not a worth. I'm talking. It's uh for every one Australian dollar, it's sixty one US cents. So I'm Yuck. almost halving, <laughs> almost halving what I bring over. Don't do that to yourself. I mean, just just don't save yourself the time, please. I, oh I, my gosh! Mostly, I'm just going to go over there and get turnover. all the merch and just re- like bring over yes. an empty backpack and take a very full backpack home. I'm really debating on doing the same thing, honestly, but I don't <laughs> want to pay for check in, so it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, look, you, you carry on. I just, you know, take one or two sets of clothes for yourself because you can wash it. You're staying with your grandparents, right? So, yeah, I'm staying. So I'm staying with my grandpa Rick for the first few days because I haven't spent time with him in goodness gracious. I want to say it's like eight years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm spending the first few days, and then Friday, uh, myself, Mason, and Ryan, or Slick Judge. Uh, are getting to the Airbnb and then we're heading over to uh, the gig, yep. um, and we'll be there. I think until Tuesday, the twenty second. I think is when I yeah, nice. Mason and I leave. So, okay. and the nice thing is the Airbnb has laundry, so I'm like, sweet, I can take man. like two or three sets and just wash every other day, and I'm I'm, I'm set. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it works out. So, uh, well, it's the same for me. Is so. is I'll bring like a good couple of days worth and. Yeah, because I get in, I was staying with Mark, with Mark for the first couple of days in LA to get over jet lag, um, right? And then fly what to, and then I, I agree. Uh, and then fly to Vegas on the sixteenth. Um, I've got an Airbnb set up for myself there for there until the twenty fourth. Oh, okay. Lots and lots of time uh, to there you go do things and just be because you know it's the first proper holiday i've probably had in quite some time so um yeah this will be this will be my first these will be my first shows i've been to in over three years um yeah right which is actually huge for me because usually i would average about half a dozen to maybe about eight or nine shows a year and like 2020 i had there was a festival here uh, called sonic temple festival it was metallica headlining both nights and then slip on saturday and i think like Knock Loose, Code Orange, Ice Nine Kills, Bring Me the Horizon, Royal Blood, uh, like Anthrax, Dropkick Murphys, Rancid. Like, there is a slew of just yeah, absolute S tier bands on there. And um, Rage Against the Machine had just announced the reunion with uh, Zach De La Rocha coming back. Yep. Rammstein was touring. Um, and, like, I had tickets for all of those. And mm. then the pandemic hit, and I went from going to eight shows to zero immediately it'd be good to get back and to it, just 
oh my god i've been craving it um i've i've sacrificed a lot of really good shows just to wait for the day that the rebirth day bash was announced because i think i missed out i think august burns red came here last year like literally on my birthday last year i think it was august burns red like moss the flames and then like a couple of other like really good bands on there and i just skipped i'm just like i'm waiting for the right one to just be like shut up and take my money just to repop the cherry yeah so and then when vigil and chris kind of just collaboratively just started teasing us with you know this whole show in vegas i'm just like okay this better be good <laughs> this, this is gonna be the one the date, yeah this 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 most likely would be the one and then when they dropped the flyer in the second night like the rebirth day they're literally playing my favorite record front <laughs> to back <laughs> shut the hell up and take my entire fucking bank account right now <laughs> yeah, i mean oh and, and we came as romans like fellow michiganders on saturday like, hate breed on friday playing perseverance like come it's, back kid for two come yeah. on yep yep bank account right here have it have do it. whatever Take you it please all. i was you. i was the same yes <laughs> seeing comeback kid for two nights i might um might end up uh, in a wheelchair before i before i leave america <laughs> i've been trying to listen to more comeback kid because i haven't really listened to it them a ton hmm. but i've been kind of like going through their discography slowly here and there and man just what a group they're so good I, i'm excited to see them oh yeah i can't i've been wait. trying to trying to go through like all the bands on there like besides ones i've already listened to like i think spirit world and mm-hmm. bleeding through and foreign pain like just bands i'm not familiar with and just kind of familiarizing myself and just all you need just enjoying it no we did uh, so, uh girlfriend and i did um uh the silent pa- planet show the other night here in just or in canberra ooh. just down the road so silent Pla- planet uh currents above and below and then a local act or a sydney-based act I don't remember their name. They're a three-piece. That was interesting. Um, look. Silent Planet and Currents together. What a duo. Uh, Currents was fantastic. And they must have brought... I don't know if they brought their audio guy or which audio guy they brought, but um, uh, Currents was the best sounding band out of out of all of them. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, because I loved Currents and they, they, they just did an impeccable job of it. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, the sounds for the first, first two bands, I was like, eh, and I got my new headphones. Thanks to, uh, to, to Mark or Dr. Mark and his, uh, um, protect, to protect your ears, uh, which he's been banging on to me about for quite a while. Um, he's, my, very, it's the only thing I give him grief. He's a boomer about that. He's like, yeah, yeah I, I sit in the back and I wear earplugs. I'm like, quit being a boomer. Yeah, but yeah, I find myself like looking up like different types of earplugs. So I'm exactly. like, oh, I guess who's the boomer now? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got my new pair that'll be coming over, and uh, that I can can attest nice. to the quality. So if you want, um, if you want to get a, a nice uh, understanding of what earplugs are good, then about two is your man. Uh, I'm not going to answer I would it because I have to hit him up on that. Yeah, I've only got one, one, one pair. He's recommended them, and you know what? That they work. They work. There you go. It's a, That's all you can really ask for, honestly. Yeah, it's always been you know the, the shows that I've been to in the past and stuff, and worn uh, headphones have always been the foam based, you know, two dollar jobbies, right? And they just you'd lose so much sound clarity, um, and that was one of the things right. that I was like, I really need to just get the sound clarity back. And um, yeah, right. It, th- this this does the job. Just takes the top off it. Doesn't make it too loud. Uh, much more enjoyable. Yeah, it just kind of condenses everything because the the terrible thing with the foam ones, all it really does is just muffles everything. So I'm like, yeah, you're not you're not getting tinnitus at the end of the night, but and then it's like everything just sounds muffled. Like I'd rather at that point, I just I'm better just plugging my ears for free. Just yeah. taking two hands, shoving them in my ears, and just being like done because you're getting the exact same thing with with these like little two dollar foamy piece of shit earplugs but like um like i know there's a brand called like eargasm that has like these really nice um i think it like lessens the noise with like eight decibels but you still get like that sound clarity like kind of type deal so i'm like yeah, i've been yeah. kind of looking into those but i'll definitely have to hit up mark about that i might uh yeah, might for have sure. to give him a little message later maybe i'm just asking the ones he the ones he got i think it takes it down 12 decibels from from my reading and yeah 
happy with the clarity. You can hear myself and how off key I am if I try to sing. So, you know, those those sorts of things are good. Um, and it helps. It helps a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely have to look into that then because. Now that I'm getting back into shows, that's gonna have to be a thing for me now, because I'm I'm always the one that's first front and center in the pits if I can, depending on the band. The big, uh, the typically, big... if it's a headliner band that I'm really into, I'll typically try to get up my way to the front and just kind of vibe out. But like, um, if it's like a support band and they're really heavy, like and and they get pits, like catch me in there. Yeah, yeah that's time. fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You got to remember, oh. if you want to go into that audio engineering sort of thing, or you know, go into audio in any way, then yeah, protecting Protect thy ears. ears is a good idea. Um, Protect your ears, kids. Yeah, because otherwise that's, you'll that's, end up. That's a fact. You'll end up, you know, trying to mix and master something, and you'll miss stuff, and it'll be like, oh, that's because I can't hear that frequency anymore because it's gone. Because because all I hear is this extremely loud, like dog whistle type, yeah, ringing in my ear. And because yeah, no. we've been talking about it, I can hear mine now, and it's it's driving me slowly insane. Uh, I, I'm thankful, knock on wood, that I haven't had that yet. And it's actually quite surprising that I have it because I never wear earplugs. And I've been to shows like ACDC where it's just abnormally loud as hell. Mm, yeah, and it's just, mine is, mine's all from, yeah, from, yeah, well, at the moment anyway, mine's from using chainsaws, which I need to... You know, fix um and actually plug my ears but being young and playing in bands and stuff and just playing in the garage with you know your marshall jtm 100 turned up to 11 um just exactly. to get, get get over the drums uh yeah that's that's where mine comes from enclosed spaces and very uh, loud noises but i do yeah that'll do it i need to start doing it for my um my chainsaw as well because that thing's loud Oh yeah, and I've been doing. Is a... it a is it gas powered or electric? No, no, yeah, gas powered. Yep, two stroke as well because yeah. you know, it, it, you know, we ran here in Australia. We, we... Big honking trees because everything's bigger in Australia for no fucking reason. Yeah, and heavier. I, I went out there on the weekend out to Hazyland 2.0, and um, hey. and the I had a friend out there, and I was like, I was talking about the red gum that we've got in this one section where it's like oh, I go and get my best firewood from from those trees right now red gum is our essentially the hardest wood that we have and I had this one oh, okay. one piece that's probably a foot long uh and in diameter uh, three quarters of a foot sort of thing like it's not real big and it it'd literally weigh about uh whatever eight it'd be about eight kilos which is about six to nearly twenty pound essentially just just a small piece of wood that you can almost fit your whole hand around it's like yeah nearly 20 pounds pounds. my goodness yeah and you're you're carrying like a whole like wagon full of it so you're like you're you're probably taking about if you if you chop it right we'll say about a dozen to maybe like 15 pieces so it's like 20 pieces yeah that gets heavy quick yeah 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 i don't i don't i don't cut anything less than than like a ton of wood uh before i right yeah and and during the winter here in in Yatwin Yass slash Canberra whatever you want to call it, um, I'll burn through about of that stuff. I'll burn through about six ton. Uh, a, um, oh wow! Uh, a so year. You're me it gets cold for a winter in Aussie land. Yeah, well, it's cold at the moment, man. We're flooding and everything at the moment for, through most of New South Wales. Um, but the coldest. Oh no! No. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me about the yeah, flooding yeah. the other week. Oof, oof, yeah, it got oof, it got real bad here. No on Tuesday, the, the local rivers like up over the banks and all that sort of stuff. So, oh my gosh, yeah, people have sandbagged homes. Uh, I was, my sister was messaging just before, and she's in in Wagga, which is a a two hour drive west of me. Um, and they've been told to evacuate certain parts of this of the the town she lives in because it's going to go. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's going to go up and over. Which you know, it's not fun. But we we had a lot of rain, hell of a lot of rain in a very short amount of time. Oh my the last god, last little bit. So that's okay. awful. Yeah, they're they're safe at the moment. They live up on a hill, so they'll stay high and dry. It's just you know, like her her workplace. Everybody the, else underneath is about to get swept. Yeah, oh, look, no. and the rivers get moving when they're when they're you know. When you're dropping, I think the the dam just down the road from here that we've got over the spillway at the moment has about a hundred thousand megalitres going over per day. So, um, <sighs> it's a lot of water when that happens. Ugh, that's scary to even think about. Yeah. Oh look, my goodness. And well, summer's meant to be just around the corner. We had snow on the Alp- Alpine regions 
which are about two hours drive for me this week because it's just big cold. Ew, I hate snow. Yeah, big oh, cold God, snap. Oh, God, I hate snow so much. <laughs> Look, see, here in Australia, we don't get much of it, right, where there's only real select areas that you get it. Um, but right. yeah, November is meant to be, especially now that we're in November, is meant to be the time where things start, like you start turning your air conditioner on and all that, but we still have the heater on here uh, at home at the moment because it's mm. just, you know, like five, between five and ten degrees outside at the moment with a blisteringly cold oh. wind. Ooh, yeah, that that kind of sounds like winter here. I mean, um, we definitely get the full effects of the four seasons up here in in the Midwest, and especially with Michigan with uh, winter in the spring, especially with anything precipitation based, like either like snow or or rain. The lake effect snow gets really horrendous up here sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, like we haven't really gotten a lot of snow here. To like we had some decent snow this past winter. But, like, there would be a time where we could pretty much guarantee at least once or twice out of the winter, we could guarantee at least at least at one point having about, at least down where I'm at, near a foot of snow. Yeah, look, that's cool. And just, cold. like, be a blizzard. <laughs> but then you, go, right. you, you go up to northern Michigan, and it's October, and, like, within a week, they're, like, on their roof shoveling snow and then having to dig themselves out of the house because they're getting, like, two, two and a half feet of snow. Yeah, right. And, like, they have to get off the roof before it caves in. So, like, I, it's why I could never live in northern Michigan because s- snow is very bad for my brain. I don't I don't mind cold temperatures at all. I mean, I, I love hoodies. So, like, any excuse to wear hoodies mm-hmm. is absolutely perfect for me but you couple it in with just snow and just average it's an instant mood killer for me and it That's also fair. hurts my eyes it's yeah just, it's the it's wind super bright especially with the sun just, yeah, they call it they call it the or i call it here in australia call it the winter blues only because it's when yes. our it's when our daylight savings and stuff like that uh is gone well in new south wales anyway as weird queenslanders mm. don't have it and a few other states um but the yeah we get where we go back an hour with our times and essentially for work for me is I'll leave in the morning just as the sun's coming up and I come home at like 5.30 and it's pretty much dark and it's like, uh, and oh. say, you're going to do nothing yep. and nothing happens. Like right now we're back to where it's not dark until you know 8 p.m. at night um, and the sun I comes wish. up at about 6.30. So now is, is perfect. Cause, that sounds normal. Yeah, when it starts to get a little bit warmer compared to what it is now, and we're out on Hazyland mm-hmm. 2.0, I'll be able to walk, just go walk in the paddock and kick sticks around and just feel better about myself, not get lock myself up in the house for three months of the year. Yeah, that's the worst. I mean, both, unfortunately, me and my mom suffer with it really bad. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing called seasonal effectiveness disorder, mm-hmm. and it's already bad enough that I'm you know, I've had some, you know, tests done with my mental health and, you know, come yep. back with depression and all that jazz. So it's like, oh, I already 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 live my life with depression. So let's just for five months out of the year say fuck it and just, you know, give it a little extra shot of adrenaline for five months and we're just gonna we're gonna make everything dark by five thirty. We're gonna drop the temps to like I don't know, like negative five to negative ten celsius just cause and just, just cause make yeah. everything as absolutely fucking miserable as possible and just you wake up and you just look out and it's like, I don't know, 8 a.m. And like the sun feels like it's been out for like ever. Mm-hmm. And like, especially when you work indoors. So like you go in and like the sun's kind of coming up and then it's like, yeah, like you said, it'd be like five o'clock, five thirty in the afternoon. You come out, it's pitch black. It's like, what the hell? Where'd mm-hmm. the sunlight go? Like I didn't even get to enjoy my vitamin C, nothing. Or like vitamin no. D, the nothing. Nothing. You just walk out, just darkness. It's just, <laughs> you feel like you lose an entire day. And it's the worst feeling. So you just, you immediately, like, you wake up not wanting to get out of bed, and then the first thing you want to do when you get home is just to do absolutely fuck all and crawl in your bed and just cry yourself to sleep. And it's try- the absolute yeah. worst feeling and, in the world. And try and stay warm, because it's fucking cold out. Exactly. Yes, I mean, I I keep my room, typically, the other three seasons of the year, relatively colder than the entire house yeah because yeah, yeah. i love sitting in sweatpants and a hoodie mm-hmm. all times that's fair so like when it gets to winter time it actually feels warmer but like it'll be like i i keep my room at about 58 to 60 fahrenheit and trying to do the math i want to say it's like 
really terrible with numbers. Like, bear with me here. Lo- yeah, it'd be like low twenties sort of area. Low twenties, yeah. So like in my room. So I'm I'm just bundled up, cooling it in a nice hoodie and sweatpants and like slippers. Yeah, yeah. And like my, I'll go downstairs and be like twenty degrees warmer. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> why are you doing this to me? <laughs> why Why are you doing this? Like, it'll be summertime. And it'll be like my room will be an icicle, and I'll walk downstairs and the thermostat's like reading like seventy two or seventy three. What the hell is wrong with you all? <laughs> I just live here, but come on. I didn't. Re- I didn't realize that like I live with reptiles. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, that's like yeah, the- my mother hates cold rooms. Like, she won't sleep. Like, she can't. She, she. I always joke with her that she's a lizard because she gets cold very easily. But like her room will typically be like one of like if not the warmest in the house. Yeah, right. And like the whole house will be super hot, and like I am the only one that keeps mine like cold because <laughs> I'm just I'm just an oven, and I just naturally incubate heat. So like she'll have the house at like 72, 74, and I'll have my room at fifty eight, and I'll come out and I'll be mom like mom, why the fuck is this so hot? She's like I'm freezing. I'm like it's seventy four <laughs> in the house. How are you cold? How does this work? What is this <laughs> sorcery? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I need answers. Like, something is not computing. Like, I don't know if just genetics just did you dirty or what, but <laughs> what the hell? It's, it's like uh, Carmen, uh, my girlfriend, is, is five foot tall. Like, exactly five foot. And she's. Oh my goodness. She's I have just a tower over her. Yeah, well, I'm 6'2, so it's. it's so am I. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. It's a bit different. Um, but anyway, she's, oh my goodness. She, she feels the cold, loves the cold, but feels it immediately. Like, as soon as a little bit of mm. cold creeps in, and it's just that middle period between, you know, putting a hoodie on or putting just a long sleeve shirt on. Nah, it's hoodie, yep. long sleeve shirt, Udi, and all the other. And, and I don't know if you guys have hoodies in America, but uh, it's essentially like the. It's a dirty great big sleeping bag with a hood and two arms and mm-hmm. big thick woolen and stupid warm. But uh, yeah, she puts all of that on at that that slight point where you go, oh, I could wear a long sleeve shirt or a hoodie, and that middle part, it's she's just cold, straight cold. Oh my goodness! So at the moment, yeah, no. at, at the moment, this house is it's cold for me, and she's like, I am freezing. I'm like ah, oh my gosh. So yeah, if I'm cold, then I can understand. But if like I'm toasty and you're cold, something's not right. Exactly. Exactly. Something. Something's not computing here. But like, I'll. Like right now, I think because I'm I've just been sitting out my porch because it's absolutely lovely outside. Um, it is exactly fifty degrees Fahrenheit, and it's a little bit a little cool and just be out in a hoodie and just you know jeans. Like I'll walk around in a tank top and jeans, and people will give me a weird look. It's like I don't want to even like talk to you because there's people around here that'll walk out in blizzards and like athletic shorts and tank tops and i just i question everything (laughs) like you must be some sort of psychopath like i i like cold no that's just straight psychopathic what the fuck are you doing out here wearing athletic shorts and tank tops in like negative 15 celsius weather like what what the actual fuck is wrong with you (laughs) just ricky ricky they're just built different man no yeah yeah that's really all it's chalked up to i just man i just i wish i could understand how people work that way because that's some superpower type shit that i need because i love to wear shorts all year round but nah that that's yeah built different that's the best way to put it built different we're about we're about to go into summer here (laughs) in australia and it's gonna be i've already had two sunburns and like yeah it's 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 gonna be a rocker of a year i can see it now uh, the sun and I do not get along very well. No, it is, it it is would... very tough being ginger. Right. I will turn into a lobster in five minutes. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, here in Australia, you've probably got three and a half minutes, mate. I, I stood outside for all the 15 minutes and the back of my neck turned bright red. And I was just like, oh, oh great. Here we go. Um, yeah, the best example I could ever give of how bad that I burned, no matter how hard I try. I went to 2017, I went to the Vans Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. for uh the day and it's out in 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 uh it's an old stadium it was in the parking lot out there um and it was dead middle of july super balmy super humid so it was it was pushing about upper 20s maybe low 30s celsius out yeah, there yeah. pretty balmy pretty humid um 
I was putting sunscreen on every hour, hour and a half because I was on a tank top and shorts and I was all over the place. And you could go in the stadium and cool off and get food and you could kind of sit in the actual like because it was a basketball stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where our Detroit Pistons used to play our basketball team. And so they would let you in the stadium and they would have movies going on on the jumbo screen. And you could get in and they had the AC blowing in there, which was amazing. Um, but anyways, I'd be sitting there applying sunscreen every hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. By the time, and I was out there, I think I got there, I want to say, because I, I did early access because I always donated like non-perishable, so you could do like the skip the line thing where it's like, oh, you bring so much, you know, non-perishable food, you can skip the line, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. So I always yep. did that every year, you know, just did my good deed for the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was there since like 8 o'clock in the morning. I think I didn't leave until 9 o'clock. I kid you not, the next morning, no matter how hard I tried, I probably had second-degree burns on my shoulders. The Ooh. tops of my shoulders were bubbling. Yeah, like, you don't want that. You, you don't want that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, I give up. What the hell do I have to do? <laughs> and just, I mean, I mean, I got it looked at, and they're like, what did you do to get this? I'm like, I, I, I might have been out in a parking lot for like 10 hours at a festival. They're like, how often did you put sunscreen? Like, every hour and a half? They're like, what kind of sunscreen? I'm just like, I think it was just regular SPF 50. And they're like, yeah, you need sounds... some like special sunscreen because that ain't working for you. Like, Clearly, I can see this. Clearly, a... it didn't work. I'm a wee bit you burnt. <laughs> I, I am literally extra crispy right now. Like, I could not sleep for a week because yeah, I'm a side sleeper. Sense. And that, because it bubbles down to like, so it's like the tops of the shoulders and then kind of like the edge, like the edge of your shoulders. So, like, for like around your bicep area, like the front there, like, I couldn't sleep because it burned so bad. Yep. So like no, I lost thanks. sleep for a week because of it. Absolutely worth it, but like I can't as as a ginger, as a fair skin, it is you you are playing roulette with how how bad do you want to get burdened today? Yeah, don't come to Australia. And that was <laughs> that that was me fucking around and finding out how much I could take. And uh yeah, I walked out with second degree burns. So I uh I uh yeah, that was that was a big mistake. That's a big one. That's a real big one. <laughs> that was that's an ouch. Ricky, my man, I've got to I've got to pull us up here, and I've got to get get myself back uh, to work because I took an extended long lunch break because I didn't oh. really want to to sit here and record stop this for you. Yeah, well, that's I, sh- okay. I should stop procrastinating. Absolutely worth it, mate. It was definitely worth it. Thank you very very much for being uh, on the on the podcast. Uh-oh. Uh, it was an honor. Thank you so much. We'll have to do a part two sometime. I know definitely. Lacey deserves a part two. I think I think a lot of people do. I've still got the list up, and oh, obviously yes. I haven't been able to get through half the people that are still on the list. So if I pull my finger out and I actually do some more of these, we'll be starting to do some part twos as well. Procrastinate a little harder at work, maybe. I like, should start doing a couple that. Couple episodes in a day. Yeah, I should. Shouldn't I, mate? All right, <laughs> dude. Thank you maybe. very much for the chat. Oh, thank you. Pleasure. All right, there you go, Cobbers. Uh, five years in the making as such. Uh, Ultra Citron, or as we know him now, Ricky. Uh, we'll be sure to be catching up in just a couple of days uh, while we're in Vegas to go and see the boys in TGI. Um, thanks heap for listening. Um, I try and do a couple more of these uh, to see the, re- see the year out, if not early in the new year. Uh, i got a little bit more time on my hands, but otherwise, uh, until next time. Chat to you then. See ya.